0: Hey Siri, play Social Geek Radio. Okay. Social Geek Radio podcast coming up. Hello, geeks, and welcome to Social Geek Radio. I'm Jack Munson, your host in social media called Celia. Today's guest is Jonathan Teeson of Home Franchise Concepts. And today's episode is brought to you by Thrive, Northeast Color, and Answer Connect. Everyone has a phone, but not everyone is answering the phone correctly. When you spend marketing dollars to grow your business, you cannot afford to miss calls or answer the phone with, Hey, Answer Connect is open 24 hours a day, 365 days a year to support new business, current clients, or urgent calls. And they send messages to you immediately. They integrate with many of today's popular CRMs, taking advantage of technology and taking one more thing off your to-do list. In addition to taking calls, they can set appointments, follow up with potential customers via form fill inquiries, and make outbound calls for reinvigoration campaigns. Let Answer Connect work in your business so you can work on your business. Call Answer Connect at 800-584-0234. That's 800-584-0234 or visit answerconnect.com slash franchise. Joining me today is Jonathan Teeson, or most of you probably just know him as JT. He's the Chief Development Officer at Home Franchise Concepts. JT, welcome to the show.
1: Thanks, Jack. Appreciate you having me.
0: So glad we could connect here before the end of the year. I want to talk a, a bit about what the year 2021 has, has looked like from the eyes of a, of a chief development officer and also kind of what you're seeing for next year. But before we get there, give us a little bit of your background. What's your story?
1: Sure, Jack. I'd be happy to. Um, you know, I, I've been in franchising now for 30 years. Um, I, I fell into it completely by accident. I was I was on my way to law school and um, kind of a funny story. I wrote a paper about a franchise in college and it, it made the rounds. And next thing you know, I was interviewing for a job and I thought, you know, this is interesting. I'll, <laughs> I'll stop off and do this real quick in between. I think I was tired of being poor and eating ramen noodles every day. so. <laughs> I I started with a little company at the time called Remax, which uh, at the time, no one really knew much about. Uh, Obviously, today, they're they're the gorilla in the real estate business and started help franchising uh, Remax franchises in the uh, Midwest and um, and then moved on eventually to Prudential Real Estate, where I was franchising uh, their stores across the country and had a great run with them as well. Um, but it involved a lot of travel, and uh, my family was young, and I decided that it was time to do something where I could be home a little bit more. And I ran into these guys that owned this little company called Budget Blinds at the time. They had about 80 franchisees, and um, long story short, it seemed like a fun opportunity, and so I jumped on board, and um, today we've got, you know, over 2,500 franchisees and eight brands, and I've been here for, for 19 years, so it's been a, a really fun run for me, as you can imagine.
0: That's amazing growth from going from one brand with eighty units to twenty five hundred units across eight brands, and and I assume I assume that number is going to keep going north for a while as well. Um, tell me about the growth with with what is now home franchise concepts. Was it was it slow and steady, like you know, adding one brand by brand, and you know, a dozen franchisees here and a dozen franchisees there. Or did something happen along the way where you just hit, you know, hockey stick growth?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. I think for Budget Blinds itself, you know, when I came on board with some other guys that really kind of knew their way around franchise development back in 2003, we've been growing at the rate of about 10 franchises a year and and all of a sudden, you know, jumped up to where we were doing about 200 units a year. And so Mm -hmm. the, the growth really got accelerated as part of the run up to the recession, basically. So it was good timing from that standpoint. Um, but then we, we added a brand organically called tailored living. Uh, we bought a brand called concrete craft. We bought another one called advantage clean. Um, we recently purchased kitchen tune-up and bath tune-up, Um mm. uh, and also, uh, our most recent acquisition was Two Maids and a Mop. And then we've got another one that I think is happening in the next week or so. So, Oh, wow. Uh, um, yeah, so by the end of the year, uh, we'll actually have nine brands that uh, we represent, which is uh, a lot of fun and, and probably a lot more to come as we continue to grow the platform.
0: How has that growth looked over the, the pandemic era? So we'll say, you know, over 2020, 2021, did, did things slow down and then pick up again? Did it remain steady? What what did you see?
1: You know, it's a it's a great question. And it, it, we saw, like most people, like the 30 to 60-day blip, right, when, when no one knew what was going to happen in the world um, yeah. back when COVID first came about. And um, I, I think back to some of the meetings I was in back then and kind of laugh at how naive we were about how long this was going to last and how serious it was going to be. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, for our businesses being in home services, you know, certainly I wouldn't want to go through it again, but the nice part about it is it's been a huge boon for us as an organization because, um, a couple things, people are looking for franchise opportunities where they don't have to have, you know, retail as in restaurants and, and gyms and things like that. At least they wanted some COVID protection for that. And certainly our businesses, uh, aren't retail based and so, um, this it's popular with a lot of people, but more than that has been the customer base that, uh, so many people have been working from home and, and living at home and they're not spending money on vacations or, or new cars or even work clothes for that matter. And, uh, uh, and so they're sitting around going, you know, we, we've always wanted to redo these window treatments, or we've always wanted to custom make our closet, or we really are spending a lot more time here. So we read it redo our back patio and things along those lines, which has all played very nicely into our home services businesses. So our franchisees have seen two years of literally month after month of record sales, which certainly doesn't hurt when you're trying to continue to grow those brands. So in a way it's been a nice uplift for us.
0: Yeah. And I think that, that sort of reevaluation and refocus on your home that has actually been very good for business for a lot of uh, franchise brands. Um, I I think that's been good for the consumer as well. You know, a a lot of people have this home that they didn't spend a lot of time in, right? Because they were always traveling or they were always going out somewhere else. And, um, And to have this year and a half to two year period where people are sort of reassessing this place where they spend the majority of their lives, I, I think it's uh, it's been good for the consumer as well, and and I'm I'm glad it's been good for your franchisees as well. It's it's good to hear um, uh, stories of small business owners who are uh, who are surviving and and thriving during uh, during the past couple of years. Tell me about those small business owners and especially the new candidates that you've been talking to during this time period. Are they radically different than the candidates you were talking to five years ago? Are, are they still sort of, you know, the, the same type of, of entrepreneurial spirit or are they a very different animal now?
1: You know, I don't think they've changed dramatically um, for our businesses. However, I've seen just an enthusiasm for people who are, are used to maybe setting their own schedules now that they're working at home more and, and having a little bit more control of their lives and really like realizing that, you know, I really like my family and I don't want to get on a plane that <laughs> yeah, and so looking for, we have a lot more what I call corporate refugees that are looking to not go back to work, or they took a package or something that happened as a part of this and said, listen, I'm, I'm done with that. This has been kind of an eye-opening experience for me. And, and so now I want to work for myself. I want to set my own schedule. I want to chart my own path. And, and so we've had a lot of folks that are really serious about doing it. And, and they've got typically a lot of good business experience. They're well capitalized. Um, and so certainly you know, that hasn't changed a lot, but we're, we're seeing, I think, a little bit more professionalism in, in typically who we have coming knocking on our door.
0: Back in a moment after this word from Northeast Color. Northeast Color produces branded interior decor and custom signage solutions for the franchise industry with a special focus on value engineering. They work with franchisors to re-engineer their existing signage packages to lower costs on materials, shipping, and installation, all while maintaining the integrity of their client's brand. In short, Northeast Color literally makes things better. Learn more now at northeastcolor.com. We're getting out the crystal ball now to to see what's going to (laughs) happen in 22. Do you see this, this sort of same level of growth uh, uh, keeping on the same pace? Do you see it slowing down at all? Do you see it speeding up?
1: You know, I I don't see it slowing down. I, I honestly think that we, we've reached a, a really interesting crossroads in, in the way that people think about their careers and, and their lives. And, and I don't, you know, I think maybe that will soften up eventually, but I think we've got another really good year, at least in, in this, as, as COVID continues to um, sort of dip and then come back and dip and come back. And it's still all those question marks exist about, you know, do people want to go back to work and, and do they want to get on planes and travel? It's, it's still not easy to do as, as you and I both know. And, yeah. um, <laughs> and so I think, you know, I, I see strong growth still in our sector, at least going through uh, this whole next year. I'm, I'm looking at my my board right now in my office, and it's probably as full as it's ever been uh, at this point, and the end of uh, the end of the year, and, and so it, it at least looks for a very strong beginning to 2022.
0: Excellent. Um, anything you see coming our way in franchising, and and maybe for your own franchisees, things that they should be on the lookout for. Um, any any um, trouble when it comes to growing their own business uh, or for someone who is interested in, in starting their own business or, or uh, starting a franchise? Anything that you're really recommending uh, to your colleagues and, and your franchisees that they watch out for over the coming year or two?
1: You know, I think the the big challenge that everyone's talking about right now and, and, uh, you know, I'm not sure that I have a solution for it yet, but we're working very diligently on it is is the labor market. Yeah. Uh, You know, it's great. I've got this business, but I don't want to be the one out there hanging blinds or slinging concrete or or cleaning (laughs) homes, obviously. And so. Uh, I need to be able to know that I can staff this up. And with our businesses, it's nice because you can start with one or two people. You don't need to start with 20 or 30 like you're opening a restaurant. But, um, you know, the, the labor market for people that want to do the work is very fickle. And and we're seeing a lot of people that are coming in and and they last three months and then they go to the, you know, make a dollar more down the street and, and they circulate in that way. So we're really focusing with our franchisees on on recruiting and retaining, but doing so in a way that makes people feel like they're actually on a career path as opposed to just getting a job. And I think it goes down all the way to the franchisees, the culture and, and uh, the associates that are working for them, understanding that they truly care. Um, and it's not, they're not just someone that's there to make them money. And so we're, we're changing. Sort of the way that we look at associates and, and how we bring them in, and but more importantly, how we keep them and, and how we nurture them within our culture of our brands. And I think that's what's going to set companies apart that that have sort of solved the labor challenge versus those that continue to struggle with it.
0: Excellent. Thank you so much for that. JT, if anybody has questions for you or they'd like to learn a little bit more about home franchise concepts and their soon-to-be-nine brands, uh, where can we send folks?
1: Uh, My email is pretty simple. It's just jonathan.thesen, T-H-I-E-S-S-E-N at gohfc.com. That's probably the best way.
0: Okay, cool. And we'll have a, a nice link to that in today's show notes so people can reach you directly. JT, thanks for being here and we will see you soon down the road.
1: Thanks, Jack. Look forward to it. Before
0: we go, a quick word from Thrive. Thrive is an end-to-end client experience software for growing franchise brands. With their turnkey solution, franchisors can be confident every location is running and growing on the same franchise marketing software. Easily view your best and worst performing locations, filtered by metrics such as geography, average order value, number of appointments, and more. Keep tabs on your entire business and individual locations all from one place. Check them out today at thrive.com slash features slash franchises. And thanks for listening to Social Geek. We're here to help you get yourself ready for the comeback of a lifetime. This is the Social Geek Radio Network.